Welcome back to Black of Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the penultimate episode of the Umbrella Academy Season 3, Episode 9, Seven Bells, written by Robert Askins, directed by Paco Gabizas. I gave this episode a 9.2 out of 10. This has been a very up and down roller coaster type of season. Uh, this is my favorite Tom Hopper episode this entire season. We all know I have not been too much of a fan of the direction they chose to take Luther. I'm sure others do enjoy that. It's just whatever's your cup of tea. But I felt this one was very strong for the actor and the character. Of course, Reginald Hargreaves is not to be trusted. These motherfuckers don't even know that their father is an alien. What? What the fuck? Something that is very much recalled this episode and in quite brutal fashion. Before we do jump into it, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean. Damn, I say it every time. I say iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I cannot get out of that rhythm and flow i need to break it do me a favor go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback on the umbrella academy or any other show that i do blackercouch at gmail.com so because this pretty much went uh scene by scene we'll go ahead and address it as much everyone wakes up hungover from the night before (laughs) everyone has the same reaction waking up hungover and we see some conversations unfold after uh after everyone has had a troubled night's sleep or as uh luther pointed out everyone was boning before we do get to this opening scene back at the hotel obsidian there is a flashback to luther being sent to the moon he's at first rather optimistic doing his due diligence but as the years continue and the days continue to go by he becomes uh less uh less motivated depressed angry frustrated he is sending notes to his father he's getting nothing in return and it is a very needed reminder of how luther was pretty much discarded by his father once he was of no use to him and that is a trait that comes full circle in this episode so i like the attention to the detail even back before things had gotten progressively worse that luther had been discarded had been pretty much isolated and then on top of that he's sent up there as kind of a tombstone of one of his you know okay this is a failure of mine and uh I don't know there's something to be worked with in that type of symmetry because there is also a geo fence in which he cannot he cannot pass on the moon and on the other side of the moon we see a frozen version of abigail which is 
reginald's love which we started this series out and i think this has something to do cosmically with what reginald is willing to do and willing to sacrifice for the love of his life i don't know how this is going to tie up completely in four seasons but it is a part of the story that i am most intrigued by because it is the impotence that set in motion what has occurred his children what is she gonna feel and then also what about grace i felt like he really did genuinely fall in love with grace in a different time period are these things meant to fizzle out as what allison fears is going to happen with claire and ray and it's something that she cannot accept the way in which reginald cannot accept this particular love being fizzled out is his children truly only and it would seem just a means to an end did he truly create this experiment and all of these children to be his pawns just to get to this button all along it would seem so but these are all of the questions that are posed this episode and somewhat answered as he starts off by going to to victor she's like what are you doing here what do you mean i'm giving you breakfast that i'm gonna eat myself (laughs) as i sit on your bed and it's not creepy at all that i'm just watching you sleep or waiting for you to sleep but he's trying to make an end road with him because he knows that he has apologizing to do and he wants everyone to be clear that i am not the same man that emotionally abused you in previous time periods despite the fact that there was a whole lot of evidence i feel from pogo that says that he emotionally abused his other children just in a different type of fashion and the only reason why they were able to not be utilized for this maybe there is something to be said about these children i don't know because he may actually genuinely love these children because he was so willing to use the others and it was pogo that protected them and it seems like in the other time time period pogo would have did anything for reginald including keeping all of his secrets it's uh it's interesting it's a lot to take in in and digest and i just watched the episode so i'm kind of like diarrhea of the mouth on what could possibly be all the angles that could be working here i don't think it's gonna be wrapped up this season i think that's the most exciting thing about a season four victor looked out the window at the impending apocalypse and was like fuck actually he said jesus and reginald replied oh he'll be coming shortly (laughs) oh you got jokes reginald also brings up the importance of family because they are the only ones that can see you through your most epic uh trials and errors and that's very true that's very true think that is something they are addressing this season with victor and their forgiveness of a lot of bad actions that did indeed kind of i mean there was a lot of things that led up to it certainly not 100 percent victor's fault but victor's reaction was victor's reaction and allison out of everyone definitely was trying to make up for the fact that uh that her father had done something terrible and that there was a way out from that emotionally 
and that was something that in the end uh, unfortunately wasn't enough for victor to go all ham luther being the most disposable of his children is the one that is most akin to the idea that his father not akin keen to the idea that his father is very much a piece of shit and that he's not capable of change despite sloan saying it's a different person he's just really not buying it there's just something he's been hurt too many times that i there's no way i can allow myself to once again be manipulated into being your bitch boy and he was so strong until reginald played the game that he played and got him close just close enough to prove that he was absolutely correct his father is an absolute (laughs) piece of garbage i am inevitable you know who else is not at all bought in by this new uh reginald hargreaves number five who is outside well first despite telling everybody how he's cool to be fizzled out of existence he cannot let go of the fact that he knows that son of a bitch is up to something (laughs) so he spins the episode mildly convinced that he is going to bleep out of the universe happily any moment now and also trying to sherlock holmes what the what the hell the old man could possibly be planning he is approached by him then joined by him as they both talk about things over a bottle of very old liquor i think he said louis the 14th or something he says look i've seen a shit ton of world endings but nothing is like your first like your home and he talks about the fact that he has failed in his capacity five brings up the fact that he spent a lifetime trying to save the universe that he's told by his older self his his future self and i also spent like 70 fucking years searching for a familiar face i i just i don't think that maybe interfering is the best option maybe there'll be some peace i'm rather happy with that with that outcome however he says that you ruined your life once by not listening to me that's rubbing salt in a wound especially after he just confessed about the fact that he spent said amount of times absolutely isolated and miserable and also there's the commission and the briefcase situation and dolores (laughs) and uh he's like how about i join your meeting and you tell me who you were meeting with in that buffalo room suite last night he says absolutely no one i was by myself why the fuck you lying why you always lying oh my god stop fucking lying he disregards this uh absolute lie then reginald tells him you should move it's like what you threatening me no you're about to crumble into nothingness and he's like come on let's come back to the hotel 
i love that when he came in everyone started applauding him like that was the best speech i was touched because he you know when you're drunk (laughs) all of your emotions come out where he very much validated his love for all of them (laughs) despite how much they get on his goddamn nerves they're his family and he would never when it comes to the world and them he is always going to choose them it is very sweet and is a good insight into what motivates him truly drives him i mean i think we've already gotten that point but it's nice to see him drunkenly say it to all of them because they probably don't or haven't heard it in such a a way that it communicates to all of them or solidifies what that is that bond they have between them everyone is at this meeting because sloan convinces luther to go after allison comes in and apologizes about her behavior and the fact that she's been a really shitty sister he very easily forgives her i don't think he could be angry at allison for very long that's just that's it's victor and sloan or victor and luther both which is why it was surprising that they both chose to stay and i think it's a good uh a good thing for both of them not to be so easily manipulated the way in which their father because allison can have them wrapped around her finger very easily (laughs) despite their love they're still trying to convince me on this uh luther and sloan love story it just for for luther fans and for luther and himself i'm glad that he got it but it still ultimately feels like something they gave him because of his two season nothing but hard eyes slapped across the face by allison at every turn with a new husband type of thing in which they needed to give him something else that was his primary goal and concern and that's fine but it's so contrived that i don't i just every time i'm (laughs) watching their scenes i'm like okay here's your here's your consolation but the apology well while nice even when she was saying it did not feel because she still got that crazy look in her eyeballs that says i'm not emotionally sane right now (laughs) so i wasn't buying none of this shit and like uh mimi and myself predicted we all knew it was her that made that deal with reginald because who would who would else especially after we hear exactly what's going on uh they discuss the portal that reginald says is a reset button that you need seven people to ring seven bells and that will put things back to normal she talks about allison saving everyone in the universe um they realize this is what he's been trying to do this entire time as he continues to explain he doesn't really say what his motives are he just thinks that this is somehow the uh just a way to save the universe that was left there while uh while everyone does think the whole tale is ridiculous it is brought up the fact that what they've been doing thus far is equally ludicrous and yet it is reality 
so they get past that part of the the tale and then they say they need to talk about it for an hour i'm like a fucking hour y'all could be y'all need 15 minutes we need to act like there's some there's some uh what's the word urgency here that's the one thing that's continued to be missing it's like oh we'll just have a family meeting and then we'll break <laughs> like what y'all could go at any minute there's no timer there's nothing so uh reginald allows this even though ben immediately upon hearing this decides to side with him he has a conversation with klaus prior to the meeting where he has asshole is that tattooed or just markered on the back of his well not on the back of his back on his back and klaus says look you need to stop trying to be this guy that you're being you're benarito he's like don't call me that i hate you say no you let me into your camino last night and i was like wait a minute are they playing around with an idea that i don't want to (laughs) happen just putting that out there right now especially when there was a line in which uh luther said wait did ben hook up with someone last night it is canon that the show is down with some form of incest because we don't know we just don't know (laughs) maybe that's why they finally ultimately decided that the allison luther thing for those that were rooting for it wouldn't work because they already did the the lila and uh (laughs) diego type of thing (laughs) we don't know what the fuck they are and it's it's okay i'm sure at some point they'll get to it but at least they they've played with that i they don't need to do that i i feel like it's still in the the brotherly close brother relationship thing and he very much doesn't want to be compared to his father who pushes people away people he cares about the most even though he did agree that he had fun last night but he doesn't want to uh be told that he is much like the other ben that would get on my nerves too if i just kept being referenced to as the other ben allison goes to find victor and apologizes saying i was a shitty sister and that while what happened happened i can't take my anger out on you because that's not going to bring them back she also says her pain is very real and she can't let it go even as they hug you can see her face is clearly this was a performance but i'm glad that even victor was like (laughs) you serious victor is like look i trust you and i do love you and i believe that you love me and we definitely are beefing right now but i don't believe that we are over this beef right now because you was ready to go 10 rounds with me and nobody nobody flips like that on a dime and all of a sudden seven people is needed and you and father keep coming at me with the family with the family shit and with love yeah that's that's something but that's not everything there's also practicality where is this going where is this leading there's something about this that don't feel a hundred percent and i'm allowed to to look through that and see that as bullshit surprisingly though allison accepts the vote when they are voting 
and i think that that is because um she's not willing to go i think that's there's a moment later on where i think she realizes how far reginald's willing to go i don't think she was complicit on that shit at all but we'll talk about that when we get to that scene but in this whole apology it was nice to see them hugging but i was i was happy to see that that victor wasn't fooled and allison wasn't sincere at least not completely i think part of her was sincere in the sense that being angry at you is not going to change anything but doing something about it will and i think that's why she is desperate to leap on to reginald and she explains why she's desperate to leap on to reginald's idea whatever that idea seems to be lila and diego are also equally as boring to me as luther and sloan sorry not sorry he wants her to stay back because of the baby she's like i am who i am and i'm like can you not just at least one time decide after everything that you put him through just fucking do something that he asks you to do for very decent reasons and i feel as if that is something she would i I thought in the end she was finally gonna come around and say you know what this isn't what i want to do but i'm gonna do it for you and no she continues with her selfish ass self talking about this is not the person you fall in love with what get out of here so i have a, a huge problem with their relationship i just don't like it so she decides to go as the votes and he says well i'm gonna stay of course five's like yeah i already told you i was not down with this they are outvoted because sloan and luther also don't decide to agree and neither does victor and while uh, allison is pissed off she walks away reginald decides to take it fairly well saying well this is my fault i failed you as children and now i'm paying for that mistake especially when the world uh, needs us the most and he says if anyone needs me i'll be in my courtyard and he says he doesn't blame them he says it's completely his fault they asked if that's a true apology because ben walks away like idiots ben you really are way and you're too attached to the idea that your father like you're you're where uh, luther was in a lot of ways klaus is also just as disposable i think all of his children are disposable to be quite frank but i think he genuinely respects and is wary of five and he knows that that's why he sent allison out to convince the others because five was going to do his part as well and if they could just get seven of them out of all of them to agree and she thought all she had to do was apologize to two and they would be in the bag except unfortunately uh they're become everyone's independent people and they're not just gonna base their decisions just on the family so so unfortunately reginald takes matters into his own hands before that happens though five goes to talk to to luther and he's like last night i saw something and he said diego and lila yeah they do it on the stairs sometimes oh that's nasty oh they're so nasty he said uh no 
there was someone me- making a deal with dad in the buffalo room he's like it wasn't me or sloan you know because we was uh yeah i get it luther everyone was boning last night <laughs> i rather like that exchange between them but i also appreciate it more that luther actually has a brain it was like uh yeah something's also up because allison apologized to me like uh you know and it's weird i feel like she's manipulating me in some type of way this should have clued five in at this point but it takes a little bit later of someone else coming and reinforcing that idea that he finally gets it uh continuing on with this exchange he's like when have you known father to tell us the absolute truth well he was pretty brutal in our performance reviews he always gave me five stars actually i'm pretty sure that was before the vote because allison says you all know you all know where i'm gonna vote for and she says we've all lost people then she looks over at five and says mannequins diego says he almost felt bad for dad and five says it'll pass luther is looking for champagne because all he wants to do at the end of the world is cuddle up with his boo but i guess what else are you gonna do especially if you've decided i'm not gonna go for option b and he passes by the buffalo room where father is contemplating the outside of the world continuing to evaporate into nothingness and flames and ball whatever the fuck is happening outside he says look uh are you okay i had to say no to you because i can't say yes to you (laughs) i've been doing that my entire life you're very hard to say no to and you know it's about me choosing not to continue to follow you as i've been doing my entire life and he says yeah i know do you forgive me will you forgive me and he says yes of course and when he gives him that hug i felt so bad for him because i'm like it's coming i don't know what's coming but it's coming and i still did not expect a fucking fucking what the fuck came out of his hand and slashed through luther's uh chest plate he just he literally killed him and was talking shit to him oh so i'm very unfortunate that you just found love (laughs) and self-actualization at the worst possible moment but what brings together people is weddings we tried that now we're gonna try funeral and he kills luther slashing him across the ape-like chest of his making it seem as if the guardian murdered him plot twist this right before or right after five is talking to victor who says i know father is up to something because he's eating the biggest bowl of cereal ever (laughs) and trying to retrace his footsteps because he was so blackout drunk that he thinks that'll spark his memory but then upon hearing the false uh false confession or apology to victor he finally puts it together that allison was in the room with dad that made the deal but unfortunately this new horrible situation gets everyone emotionally upset including allison in the corner the last one to come into the room is reginald that says what has happened oh no luther shit just got real 
allison's crying sloan is crying uh even diego got tears saying it's uh it's a sharp knife i know knives lila for fuck's sake back off <laughs> send me dumbass questions <laughs> so they are intended to go after the guardian at least diego is in to go after the guardian in revenge for his brother everyone else decides to go through as the kugel blitz has officially come for the hotel obsidian and while everyone else makes it through the tunnel unfortunately klaus is more trouble than he is worth and is pushed back by reginald the last words he ever says to his other liability of a son which is very tragic because he was the one that got everyone together he says thank you for that but you have done you have done your task and now i have no longer have any use for you so klaus must throw himself on the horns of the white buffalo so that he dies and makes it to the afterlife instead of being wiped i mean i would have thought being wiped out of existence would be the same for him but i guess he has to die first to make it to his place so he can come back huh curious that is how we end the episode uh, as stated there were some really strong parts of this the death of luther felt earned as far as the betrayal uh, of how he got emotionally manipulated that he was the most suspect of father with the exception of five it shows his own particular character growth as it were at least when it came to his father and then in the end he still could not resist the urge to to break the cycle of the emotional manipulative hold he has over these children it's a rather cruel tale uh when you when you break it down (laughs) you thought maybe with the lightness of reginald and the kindness you saw him that there was some humanity in this person but it's clearly not but it's such a it's such a juxtaposition against the idea that uh these these are that he's an alien and then what what does that in game mean because he also tells he also tells uh you talk about the present and the future five you don't have any respect for the past or the importance of the past and i feel like that are we really have we been all this time moving backwards to something or forwards to something these are interesting concepts that were really what what made this episode so good because they just had all these uh, these ideas lingering in my head as we go into the finale that i think as stated earlier won't be explored until season four and it's the most excitement i've gotten for season four with the true solidification this season more than any of the characters actually being family mimi seemed to feel uh some kind of way well was pending feeling some kind of way going into the penultimate and finale about her feelings for the renewal of season four so i'm curious to hear what she felt about this episode so let's hop into the mailbag mail motherfucker what up stina 
This is Mimi. This is my feedback for the penultimate episode of Umbrella Academy Season 3, Episode 9. Um, I I thought this episode was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed Episode 8. Um, so there's that. I um, can't stress enough how much I did not care about Luther and um, Sloan's wedding. So... I'm glad it was worthy of a penultimate episode. Um, I feel like we're uncovering some stuff. Um, I'm hoping that eventually these seemingly random episodes start to make sense. Um, like I said before, I, I, I kind of felt like this season really didn't, it wasn't really thought out. They were just making up shit as they went along, which might be the case. Or it might all like end up meaning something. Um, and then, you know, I was right about um, Allison. It just, she just made the most sense. I don't know if, I'm sure you probably guessed that too. It didn't seem like that was that much of a, like a, a brain teaser. <laughs> Who else would it have been? She was the only one that wasn't at the wedding who left and she wasn't like how can I put this she doesn't like her family right now <laughs> so it would make sense that Regina would be able to convince her of you know going through this um, portal now this is the thing that I, I get Darren and I were having a debate about it and I first of all I don't like debating with him anyway especially when it's not even an episode he's seen he watched this episode and ain't seen nothing else but he got an opinion so I told him his opinion don't count because you ain't watching none of these episodes but he was like oh I get why they don't want to do the, the go in there because they don't trust him I was like I understand you're not trusting Reginald but some of y'all's reason is y'all don't want to die. Bitch, y'all gonna die anyway. Like, you don't want to die risking your life for Reginald? Like, granted, okay, I feel like the world is ending. Everything around you is disintegrating. The only reason y'all are even still here right now is because Reginald built that the Hotel Oblivion over, um, um, what did he call it? Uh, another dimension or something like that so that in itself should be like a clue that even if he's not telling you truly he probably not like the fact that he sacrificed like he literally decided he didn't want um Klaus to come at the last second and he killed Luther let us know that he's not trustworthy so that's nothing new um I would say when he was helping Klaus I really thought he this was a different kind of Reginald and I was like okay so maybe he him seeing that first of all he decided he didn't want the original Umbrella Academy because he didn't like the way they were like the way they behaved when they went to the past so he picked a whole different group of kids and named them the Sparrow Academy I thought him seeing that well you know this new group even though you know they're stronger like they're not a family and that makes a difference so I thought he realized he fucked up like you know these other kids even though you know they seem like a bunch of misfits they actually 
make it work and it maybe it's because they are more of a family and I allow them to be brothers and sisters and they care about each other like that that way so I thought he realized that okay let me let me try, try a different approach with these kids maybe if I can reconnect with them they'll trust me enough to save the world we see that that wasn't the case he is clearly a monster but that's neither here nor there we knew he was a dickhead so you know him tricking them isn't that much of a stretch i actually realized you were right christina when i was listening to seven's um uh podcast and you were saying that you think he's full of shit and i was like oh yeah that actually checks out that makes more sense <laughs> so yeah i get it but to me if i'm concerned with dying like it's like door a you do nothing and you die door b you go in this portal, you might die, or you might save the world. Like, I mean, I don't understand. Like, Reginald is full of shit, but I feel like, what does he have to gain by not saving the world? If he doesn't, he's going to die too. So why wouldn't he want to do that? His reasoning for wanting to save the world clearly could be different from you guys. I mean, for all we know, he's not even saving Earth. Maybe he's saving another dimension that's like his Earth. Okay that's still living like i don't understand you guys keep going to like y'all fucked up an entire like uh era of of um american history because y'all was trying to save the world and now you just gonna give up and be like fuck it y'all this is your fault technically honestly it's really honestly victors but if y'all like when y'all went to the and see at the end of season one y'all were trying to save the world and then y'all say like instead of just like the easiest remedy for what could have saved the world was just to kill vanya but you guys chose to save her and then you fucked up the past <laughs> and and now like the the world is literally like every dimension every planet every sector of the universe is 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 being annihilated and you and you're and you're really okay with not doing anything like that shit don't even make sense to me and like i could i couldn't even understand their reasoning like i just was looking at them y'all some selfish ass bitches like i feel like five i mean and as weird as it sound like him not wanting to listen to reginald makes sense like i get it he he has his reasons he's lived a long life he's listening to himself he also didn't realize that he was the person that created the fucking time bureau so you know he's probably wrestling with that shit but the rest of y'all it should not have been a fucking even split it should have been five against the rest of y'all and fucking luther is so full of shit i cannot stand him this season like we talked about it and we're just gonna like you make me sick and sloan you need to grow a backbone your husband is trash he's fucking weak as hell you're clearly the strong one so make that motherfucker listen to you i know you're not okay with this and you're just gonna be like let me just put my head down i guess we only got a few they look like they had 45 minutes to live because as soon as they stopped voting and everybody walked away every the, the motherfuckers was all dying and then it killed me when um after reginald killed luther like 
they were looking at the the hotel oblivion like being like you know disintegrated and you know kugel blitz and then they're trying to run y'all y'all knew this shit was gonna happen y'all should sit your ass down and let it happen but now you know oh he killed he killed Lucer. <sighs> if they I'm not surprised that worked, but just the whole scenario made me sick. They were getting on my nerve. And I knew Allison was full of shit when she went up to to um to Victor and was like, I'm sorry, I wanted to apologize. It's like like wasn't that like twelve hours ago? Not even, like five hours ago you was telling him to go to hell and die <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're apologizing because you're really drunk girl be real you've been drunk since episode one like <laughs> i would say probably episode two as soon as she found out that claire didn't exist anymore she'd been wasted she'd been drunk since we've seen that scene with her and um her and uh, diego going to that racist bar and fucking bitches up she been wasted since then i was drunk you girl you probably drunk right now why are you telling these lies and then she gave that the hug with that sinister look on her face i was like i knew when she came to apologize to luther that she was the person that, that spoke with reginald not surprised at all called it um i will say though and i don't think the scene was supposed to be funny but i was cracking up and then I felt bad for laughing because Darren was looking at me like I was the ice queen but it was just it the whole scenario had me dying like first of all when Reginald like sliced him like I know he was dying but he wasn't like is that is that your hand like I I wanted I expected that to be something he says like he just gutted you and he doesn't have a knife he slit you it's like i mean i know he's dying but i don't know i expected that line like like a comic relief but I, I don't think it was supposed to be funny it was just the like i know he's not gonna use his like alien hand to kill this kid but then afterwards what diego said it made sense why he used it but then what had me cracking up was the fact that sloan was on the floor bawling her fucking eyes out ugly crying snot boogers screeching like she looked ridiculous and ain't nobody else crying everybody else like damn he killed luther i am angry like they were mad and was like oh hell no it's on sloan didn't know luther for five minutes and that's his family for his entire life and they not even crying like was that intentional <laughs> like Diego was pissed okay I guess Allison was crying she was in tears but she was crying before so I can't I don't use that as I was crying for Luther because she was she had slid down to the floor crying when they all uh, voted against going in the, the portal so to me <laughs> she was probably already emotionally sensitive from that and for all i know she could have been crying for that and slid to the wall and then like like just continued to cry like now luther's dead so i mean but she was silently crying with like red eyes because she had been crying for a little bit longer than sloan but five looked like uh like mm, 
like he was questioning something which he I mean if anybody's gonna figure out that Reginald is an alien it will be fucking five um but I'm trying to think who else uh Lila was like damn she was probably thinking bitches I told y'all hoes we should have went um who else um Victor look she Victor always got that that fucking I sucked on a lemon face like it's just chronic so that's how he looked you know it's like the only time I didn't see that lemon face was when they had the wedding and Victor was dancing and wasted I guess the only time that we don't see that lemon face is when Victor is dancing but that's how he always looks and then um Klaus he was distraught but he wanted to go anyway um so I just the whole scene had me dying and I had to pause it to compose myself because I was being judged on the other side of the room um and then uh finally let's talk about that scene with Klaus like I thought Klaus would be the one you would want to take like I in my mind like when I was trying to put the pieces together when we saw those soldiers that died going in the port I was like oh shit this is why he was manipulating um Klaus because Klaus whatever he needs to do he can have multiple chances because he can come back to life that thing can't kill him oh okay it makes sense that's why he needs Klaus but then he said he needs seven I was like okay well he has an extra but then he killed Klaus and then Klaus was actually smart enough to kill himself so he'll go back to that in between I mean he don't have a body so I don't know how that's gonna help but I'm very interested in seeing what's gonna happen next so that's gonna be the thing I do before this long stretch is see this finale um, I will join in with my final thoughts when everyone is caught up because I really want to see what you guys think well I should say what you think about this Christina um, that was a good episode and I enjoyed it so um, until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out thank you Queen Mimi for your thoughts on the episode so I'm glad that we both liked it but you're gonna be mad because I think I side more with Darren <laughs> than you in this in this argument about why about your youth believe that it was stupid for them like it's a it's a matter of them being selfish and not just wanting to follow Reginald but to me I think what they are feeling from their father is that you are using us as pawns versus using us as versus us being having agency in what is coming next we don't have agency we're walking into whatever you're telling us this is and we're expecting not to trust you that's out the door so once you don't have that trust it doesn't matter what it is that you're asking me to do i know it's not in my best interest and if i'm gonna die at least i'm gonna die on my terms at least i'm gonna die doing something i know it's saving the world but it feels like it's not the real it's not really the world that they're saving at this point the world's gone and all you're doing is telling me there's a possible way to save it but we don't every time that you say that or we think we're walking into that all we're doing is creating less of the world to be saved so all of a sudden i'm supposed to give in to you now i think that was more of the point diego wanted to go but he didn't he chose not to go because so because he thought that would be enough to get lila not to go 
theirs wasn't even about going in there and doing what dad daddy wanted that was more about their own personal relationship uh luther was never really about and then as i stated going back to where he was at the beginning of the episode i felt for the first time i i got it right you just you tossed me aside when i was of no use and then you see him do the exact same thing to klaus and then you see exactly how he uses him once again as a means to an end so i don't want to go out and my death being a means to end to my father i'd rather just die even if that's a chance to save the world again because truly all we're doing is continuing to take away the people that we love and this has been three times already so i mean i guess i get it i I get it i know it was more about their agency and not just being continued to be the pawns and whatever scheme that he decides to dull out to us and i feel as if once again no one's taken into account that he had this scheme in all prepared until pogo told them to start drugging dad so i don't know why the fuck sloan doesn't bring this shit up every fucking time like we drugged him for a reason and now she's the one that's clearly advocating saying he's just our dad yeah their consistency with that is a little sloppy okay it's very sloppy because <laughs> i've been paying attention if you're not it, it, it maybe doesn't bother you as much but i've been paying attention and there's just no reason why even pogo wouldn't show up and come back with five to be like okay this is what your father what i know about him and what i know about his plans in the future no one seems to know about abigail they're just keeping that on for whatever reason um i didn't yeah i was saying i didn't trust him with klaus because he was he's the same person he's the exact same person nothing has truly changed except when he spoke to klaus he got a better understanding of his relationship with his other children and i think that he was hedging his bets a little bit i wonder if they're going to try to interject something that he learned to be human while he was trying to reset the universe because if he's an alien whatever his thought process it's so far outside ours that it could be that he is while they see it in one way it's them teaching him that that might have a difference later on i don't know but family and love is something they are strongly leaning into this season um i think the biggest part is there's no guarantee that i'm going to save the world and live in it (laughs) like that's such an abstract concept and we you say we're going into death either way i think there is there is something to be said for those that like to go out in a blaze of glory and those that like to just i don't know stay in bed with the person that i love and just blink out of existence maybe even while we taking a nap (laughs) we won't even know versus going into fighting something and then i don't even reap the rewards and the universe sure it might go back to something but we don't know what that exactly is 
and i have to say i'm i was not laughing through that scene i did see a genuine upset i will say you are correct about victor and i think that elliot page is nominated for a uh for their work and while elliot has done some good scenes in this in this season this is not one of them (laughs) not at all (laughs) the most emotionally removed from the situation than anybody else yes i felt allison i don't think that she i think she was genuinely shocked i think from what i how i read the scenes when she went back to her room she was absolutely defeated which is why she broke down the way she did i think when she came because you could see the blood that was on her hands so either she probably sloan went to go look for luther when he didn't show back up she probably ran into allison but both of them had their hands on his body because they both had blood on it so my guess is they were the first one on the scene and i think that was genuine shock and there was real tears i don't think she was faking it at all um or that was just from an earlier reaction this was devastating for all that she was she did respect what the meeting the outcome of the meeting was which is why she had the breakdown then when she saw her dad there was a look in her face that was like did you you did oh my god he probably killed him because of his lack of reaction but then she just reacted everyone did once the kuga blitz was coming for the room and i don't know i don't care who you are when you see fire coming in your direction self-preservation kicks in and your ass is running i don't care what your commitment was five minutes ago (laughs) you are running to safety because ain't nobody want to get burnt the fuck up you could imagine it previously of how it could have possibly been but quite frankly i don't blame anybody for running (laughs) especially when you have reginald being like come on come on and urging everyone and been to do so um but yeah i did see some like even diego running into there being like i thought you were gonna stay that was until they killed luther he was genuinely hurt by that i do think uh lila wasn't because she barely knew him uh but i think the the core siblings with the exception uh five just looked shocked he looked very shocked but he felt something was but i think that's part of him he he registers shock like that even when allison had her throat slit i remember that scene everyone else was emotionally like klaus didn't and that's fine for me i don't need everybody to be in tears because everyone reacts differently but i do feel there was genuine uh genuine emotional clouding and grief in that moment that reginald was able to capitalize on and that was the whole point but i am curious to see what this season finale brings us i will probably try to finish it sooner rather than later but we shall see as uh, there's quite a few things on the list that do need to come first if you want to send feedback for the finale blackercouch at gmail.com or leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic